This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, July 23rd, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. Time was that mainstream conservative leaders were extremely distrustful of government power vested largely in the executive branch, even during the Cold War. Cato Institute senior editor Gene Healy says that in recent decades, self-described conservatives have found themselves fighting to vest even Democratic presidents with increased, sometimes dramatically increased powers. Today, Healy discusses how conservatives learn to stop worrying and love the imperial presidency. When did conservatives begin to view presidential power with much less suspicion than they had previously? Well, it's hard to point to any one precipitating event, but after Watergate, when a lot of the country seemed to have a renewed appreciation of the value of constitutional restraints on presidential power, uh, many prominent conservatives started moving in in another direction. In uh, 1974, you noted that Jeffrey Hart wrote a cover story for National Review called The Presidency Shifting Conservative Perspectives, in which he argued that only a centrist or conservative president willing to use the bully pulpit could check the liberal media in the fight for American public opinion. This seems to be gospel within the Bush administration, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, I think so. And and it is an odd idea because originally conservatives distrusted uh, the use of the bully pulpit by a powerful activist president. There was, uh, you know, when the modern conservative movement sort of coalesced around uh, Bill Buckley's National Review in in the 50s, the view was that the presidency was actually an activist liberal branch and that Congress was uh, was seen to be more of the conservative branch. And you can even find uh, Barry Goldwater, even an ardent cold, water, cold warrior like Goldwater, on the campaign trail in 64, making some pretty uh, heated statements against the, the growth of presidential power. But uh, sometime, uh, you know, in, in after uh, Watergate, uh, Tensions on foreign policy heightened. Uh, there was a sense that the uh, on, on the part of many conservatives that the country was under assault from uh, liberal institutions, and there began to be more of an embrace of uh, of the imperial presidency. You know, the imperial presidency is a phrase that comes from the uh, book by Arthur Schlesinger Jr., uh, who at one time had, who had worked in the Kennedy administration and, and had been. Uh, a real supporter of 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 bold presidential activism and conservatives around the time that people like Schlesinger were starting to abandon the idea of the imperial presidency conservatives started to fall in love with the idea was that largely because republicans dominated the presidency from the 60s through the 80s that had something to do with it. I want to. I don't want to put it all down to a, a stark political explanation, but there was a sense of uh, what Kevin Phillips called the emerging Republican majority in the Electoral College, and uh, certainly a lot of conservatives thought that the that their prospects for keeping the executive branch in the future were better. Uh, but there was a real. Uh, I don't want to say it was all politics and, and none of it was principle, because there was an element of of principle here in a way. Uh, you can see that in the during the Clinton administration, you had conservatives who thought and uh, argued to the country that the presidency had been seized by a, a really unscrupulous character who would stop at nothing to retain power. Yet in 1996, uh, Newt Gingrich and Henry Hyde led a fight to repeal the War Powers Act. 
And Gingrich had a pretty striking quote on the floor of Congress where he said that uh, uh, something to the effect, I want to strengthen President Clinton because he's the president of the United States, uh, which I, I, I think is an odd idea. I mean, it, it shows principle in a way, but it's not clear that it's really a conservative principle. Is there a push right now among self-described conservatives to restore checks on the presidency? There certainly are some prominent conservatives who, uh, uh, I mean, Chuck Hagel certainly is a, is a, uh, is a conservative. Um, many of the, uh, the uh, senators who are, the Republican senators and congressmen who are dropping off, though, are, are not really staunch conservatives. You do see quite a few conservatives uh, People like Bruce Fine, who uh, you know, are card-carrying uh, right-wingers, who have a renewed appreciation for limits on presidential power. But uh, I, I, I still think in the mainstream of the conservative movement has is still locked to this romance of executive power. Gene Healy is senior editor at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can also support the work of the Cato Institute with an online donation at our website, cato.org.